This podcast contains mature language and subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Hannah Leffler, a 16-year-old honor roll student at Tom Collegiate in Regina, Saskatchewan, was known to be a quiet yet outgoing young girl. Being an only child, she valued her alone time making art and writing poetry. She lived with her mother, Janet Leffler, and stepfather, Wayne Anderson, who also described her as a dream to raise, smart, funny, and independent. Wayne also stated that she never got into trouble and always listened. Hannah had straight, medium brown hair with side bangs that sat perfectly across her face. She had a contagious, bright smile and beautiful brown eyes. She looked very much like her mother. A cold winter day with a forecast of minus 5 swept over Regina, Saskatchewan. Wayne Anderson came home from work to find his stepdaughter Hannah lying face down on the floor at the foot of the bed in the master bedroom, covered in blood. I'm Haley Manns, and you're listening to The Brutal Murder of Hannah Leffler a true crime-style podcast where myself and Deegan Liskey investigate local crime in Regina, Saskatchewan. Hannah had no trouble making friends ever since she was little. In grade 10, she formed a friendship with a boy whose name is under the youth publication ban, so for the purpose of this podcast, we will be calling him Levi. Levi would frequently come over to Hannah's house to hang out after school and eat dinner with her and her family. Levi also was 15, and it is in Hannah's grade. Levi had a friend named Skylar who he introduced to Hannah. It didn't take very long for the two to start gaining romantic interest for each other. Skylar was a Caucasian boy with dirty blonde hair and dark face stubble. He wore rectangular glasses and dark clothing. Skylar enjoyed rock music and often wore a leather jacket. Skylar and Hannah dated for a little while before she started noticing red flags. Skylar started controlling what she would wear, who she hung out with, and he was with her every minute he got, even if it meant showing up to her house unexpectedly. At first, Hannah just rolled with it, but eventually told her mom about it after Skylar told her that if she ever broke up with him, he would kill himself. Her mom knew Hannah was able to make her own decisions, but strongly advised her to break up with him, reassuring her that it was just a threat and he didn't actually mean it. A few days later, Hannah broke up with him. He didn't take the breakup well and kept trying to contact her through social media and bugging her at school. Hannah decided to block him on everything. Later on in the year, her and Skylar started to become friends again. At this point, Hannah just wanted to be friends, but Skylar thought otherwise and was rather upset when Hannah brought it up. Come October time, Hannah started dating a new boy, who we will call Jake. Skylar didn't take that very well and eventually started stalking her often driving by her house when Jake was over and screeching his tires on the pavement. Levi was always with him. 
One day, when Hannah and Jake were walking home, they saw Skylar drive by. Jake yelled at Skylar. The truck came to a halt and made a sharp turn, almost hitting Hannah and Jake, who were standing on the sidewalk. Skylar then jumped out, swinging a pipe wrench at the two. Contractors were working on the house across the street and saw what was going on and rushed to break it up. They then called the police. No one was hurt, but Skylar was charged with assault. He then dropped out of school. Skylar started using friends and fake social media accounts to keep tabs on Hannah. On January 11, 2015, Skylar was looking at her Facebook and saw pictures of her and a boy looking happy. This is the day he decided, if I can't have her, no one can. The next day, Skylar had Levi sign up for a driver's class Hannah was already signed up for to keep an eye on her. He also told Levi to bring a knife to school. This was the beginning of Skylar's plan. He then ordered Levi to message Hannah saying, quote, I need to talk to you about something important after school. It won't take long. Just leave your door unlocked and I'll show up a few minutes after you. Skylar then said, Halloween happens today. Halloween was the name of the plan Skylar and a group of kids had to murder Hannah or her boyfriend. Levi responded with, you know I'm in. Levi then went through one of Hannah's friends knowing that Hannah wouldn't respond to him alone. At lunch, Hannah and her friends showed up to the classroom Levi said to meet at. He asked Hannah if he could come over after school, just the two of them. She declined saying, I don't want to. Levi messaged Skylar about the plan failing, asking if they were still doing it. Skylar said yes, and just after three, he picked up Levi from school and told him straight up, I'm going to kill Hannah. Levi said he was excited for what was going to happen, and that when they got close, they should recline the seats in the truck back so no one could see them. He also suggested parking down the street so Hannah wouldn't see the truck. So they did. They parked it around the corner and waited for her to come home. The two of them had knives, Skylar having an 11-inch hunting knife and Levi having a small pocket knife. Levi was told to stay in the truck and keep an eye out for Hannah's boyfriend. Levi wasn't happy about that and insisted he was going into the house too. Around 3.30, 3.45ish, Hannah went into the side door of her house. Skylar then got out of his truck and went in behind her, Levi being right behind him. Hannah didn't notice them until they got to the hallway. Hannah screamed and ran out the master bedroom, knowing there was a lock on that door. Hannah tripped and fell into the bedroom, unable to close the door. Skylar then got on top of her and stabbed her with his hunting knife. He stabbed her multiple times in the arm, torso, back, hands, and in the back of her head. Skylar inflicted an injury to himself, a cut to the hand. Levi froze during the whole attack and just stood at the door and watched. Autopsy later showed that Hannah would have likely felt everything, and the stab to the chest meant that she would have been gasping for air the whole time. It also showed that the cause of death would have been the stab to the head. Skylar gave the knife to Levi, along with Hannah's cell phone, and instructed him to shatter it later. They blamed Skylar's cut on the hand on a hunting accident. 
and then went to Levi's girlfriend's house. Levi's girlfriend tried to aid Skylar's cut, but told him he would need professional help. Later that night, Hannah's stepfather Wayne would come home to see her lying dead on the floor of the master bedroom. After many years of trials and mistrials in court, Skylar was finally charged as an adult for first-degree murder and life in prison with no chance of parole for 10 years, meaning that his name was no longer under the youth publication ban. Here is what Janet, Hannah's mom, had to say about it outside of the courtroom. Well, they were relieved that he got the out sentence and finally say Skylar Crockner murdered my daughter, which is a big, a big victory for us, but there's really no, there's no winners today. We won anything. She's still gone. So it's a, a hollow victory, but it's a victory. Levi was sentenced as a child and pled guilty to second degree murder. He was given a seven-year sentence through Saskatchewan's Intensive Rehabilitative Custody Supervision Program, with four years to be served in custody. Hannah Maggie Leffler was laid to rest at Riverside Memorial Cemetery in Regina, Saskatchewan. Myself, alongside Deegan Liskey, went to visit her grave and lay flowers. Here's a clip of that experience. Don't cry to give up. Cry to keep going. It's really nice. It's kind of too bad because like her family's in PEI, right? So she doesn't really get visited by them. If they came back this way, I'm sure they would. Oh, yeah. You know, any friends, mate? Yeah, her, she has two of her friends, three, two or three, um, had children right after she kind of passed away. And they all, like, named their kids Hannah. And their grand, their, Hannah's parents are, like, godparents, so. Very sweet. Yeah. Hannah's gravestone is black, with infinity symbols in the top corners, a deer in the bottom left corner, and a flower in the bottom right. She had butterflies beside her last name. The thing that stood out to me the most was the quote that was engraved in her writing that said, Don't cry to give up, cry to keep going. There are a bunch of purple flowers. We brought purple carnations knowing that purple was her favorite color. The grave had also had purple teddy bears and a Twix bar laid beside the one. Hannah Leffler, although taken from this earth so soon, will never be forgotten. Rest in peace, Hannah Maggie Leffler, November 1998 to January 2015.